0: Hello, this is Karen Harding, and you're listening to Fox on the Wire podcast.
1: You're listening to Fox on the Wire podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 48 of Fox on the Wire. Today, we have a very special guest, Karen Harding, who is the director and founder of Sounds on the Couch. Welcome, Karen.
0: Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's amazing what you're doing here. Thank you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, look, you're uh, dabbling in uh, similar things. Tell us a little bit about uh, Sounds on the Couch and what you do over there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Sounds on the Couch initially just started as COVID was really hitting off. Um, It was a time when I was kind of looking for something to do to contribute to society and kind of help out through the tough time and I didn't really know what I could do um and I just woke up one morning and with the idea and thought why don't we get some people performing online so I set up a Facebook page that day set up a Instagram page really excited just to get a few people performing live gigs um It's sort of grown a lot since then. So um, initially we had three artists going on a week um, each Saturday. It was a... Um, just a performance um, through Zoom, it started. Um, I had no idea how to use Zoom at the time for music. (laughs) So it was, um, it was very ad hoc. Um, But very quickly, I learned sort of how the technical side works, and we were able to get performances going. Um, So fast forward, now we've got uh, Saturday night performances that are streamed live to Facebook and to YouTube. Um, we've got, uh, sorry, Saturday night and Wednesday night. and um, we have live interviews, uh, that happen, um, each Sunday with experts in the music industry and also with, um, artists talking about what they get up to. Uh, and we have an online magazine, um, uh, which is providing, um, uh, Information in a different format for artists to be able to further develop their careers, and also putting information out there about what um, these independent artists are actually doing um, at the moment. So, what they're releasing, what they're putting together. Um, And recently, I've just set up a podcast as well, which is aimed. (laughs) It's aimed at independent artists as well um, to. It's, it's the interviews that we've been doing. Um, it's it's talking about how they can further develop their careers and, and again, what's happening with these artists. Um, so in a nutshell, that's really what we've been doing.
1: Yeah, great, covering all bases there. I mean, yeah, yeah there's there's lots to unpack in what you just said. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you're a musician yourself. I am. Um, and, you know, the whole COVID thing, Uh, well, it's still, you know, a massive adjustment to Mm -hmm. the way we're used to doing things. And I've always sort of said that musicians are very adaptive uh, creatures, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, We're always looking for new ways to do things and different opportunities. So I think, you know, COVID is a good example of that, Um, the the whole whole COVID period, Um, you know, moving to sort of online gigs and just... Utilizing the technology we have, and yeah. um, obviously, that sparked something in your brain. And uh, you jumped on it straight away and created this really cool yeah. sort of platform and um, empire. Oh, yeah. And
0: I never <laughs> expected I say.
1: for it to become like
0: this. So it's, yeah, it's amazing to sort of see how all these things have just unfolded.
1: Mm. Mm. So um, you've obviously sort of had lots of musicians you know, reach out and, uh, come on the show. What sort of, or who were some of the artists that you've had on?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's been such a big mix. So many different diverse genres and styles and, um, yeah. So in total, I think we've had probably about 85 performers now, um, Mm. since April when we first started, um, It's mainly been sort of, yeah, emerging and independent artists. Um, I could list a few. So we've had um, right at the beginning we had people like um, Sunflower come and play as a band. We had um, uh, Claudia Liu. I don't know. There's so, so many. I could list a gazillion people. Um, But, yeah, we've had, um, yeah, as well as that 85 coming on and performing, the number that have come through through interviews and articles just increases that so much. Um, Mm. So, yeah, it's amazing to sort of see how it can sort of work together. I think longer term it can work together a lot more closely and in conjunction with what's happening in the live physical scene, um, which is just amazing to see.
1: Yeah, it's important that we don't just stop just because we can't play gigs. We can't just sort of stop promoting ourselves and... Not doing anything. So I think you've created something really cool there.
0: The internet just gives you so much um, opportunity, I think, to reach markets that you just don't have the potential yeah. to reach when you're just doing the live gigs i think so many people yep. have said to me that they've gone on and so many of their friends have spoken about and they've spoken about artists that they found that they never would have found if it was just them going mm. out on a saturday night and listening to a live band so um yep. there's so much potential with that both here um uh, like in in australia or wherever you are but also just reaching um, even international markets and all sorts of things. There's just so much opportunity with online.
1: Yeah. I'm sort of finding that at the moment, like, you know, with no live gigs, I've sort of focused because I released a new single probably in the last oh, month and a half or so, yeah. actually almost two months. It's crazy. It yeah. goes so quick. Um, so I was, you know, I've been focusing on uh, reaching different, yeah. countries and you know really pushing that Spotify profile so I've mm. sort of reached I'm getting a lot of action over in like South America and wow. uh, you know Brazil and all these sort of countries that like you said you know just playing me going out playing live gigs in Melbourne I'd never reach Yay. those sort of audiences so I've sort of had a little bit more time to really focus in on that and push my music, you know, all around the world. I, yeah. I do miss the gigs. It's sort of killing me not going out to play, oh, yeah. but um, it has allowed me a little bit more time to focus on these sort of tedious online yeah. uh, promotion things. But, yeah, and I you guess know, it's very, very exciting
0: that very soon you'll be able to get out there again, um, but you've mm. been able to spend that time really learning about these other things that you can do.
1: Yeah, yeah, and there's so much we can do, and like we both said at the start of this, or before we hit record, you know, we, you, and myself, we both got full time jobs, so, mm. uh, you know, it doesn't leave us a lot of time to yeah. do these sort of things. But um, there's there's just so many so many things to cover. But so when you had this initial idea to to start uh, sounds on the couch, yeah. was it something you jumped on straight away? Like you thought of it. Overnight and then you jumped on it the next morning or did you sort of hesitate for a little bit?
0: Yeah. Look, I'm the sort of person that one, if I think too much about something, I won't do Mm. it. (laughs) Um, but I'm also, I tend to be quite spontaneous. I get very excited about an idea. Um, so yeah, as soon as it popped in my head straight to Facebook and Instagram, contacting artists to say, would you like to play, um, maybe I should have thought it through a little bit more when I first started just because the technology wasn't really where it needed to be. But probably if I had have taken that time, it never would have got off the ground. So yeah, it's kind of a, um, it's a tough call. (laughs) Do you spend that time to really process it or do you just jump in and learn as you go?
1: I think you made the right decision just to jump in. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I sort of think back to when I had the initial idea to start the podcast. Um, I don't even know how long, maybe Mm -hmm. two years ago. Uh, I knew if I didn't jump on it straight away, Uh I would, you know, double think everything and then probably talk myself out of it. So I jumped Mm -hmm. on it uh, even when I didn't have the, the skills to get it up and going properly, but I knew I'd learn. As I was going, yeah and uh, didn't didn't look back, so I think you made the right decision yeah. there, so it um, sounds
0: like you work very similarly to me,
1: <laughs> yeah, probably,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just have to go for it sometimes and Absolutely. and learn as you go, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: so uh, I saw you had um Hannah Francis I did. On, yeah I
0: yeah, such so a she's been on the show here. yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. how's that voice?
0: Oh, amazing. And just Crazy. so unique as well. Like it's... Yeah. Yeah. Have you had Hannah Francis on... You've, yeah. had, you've had her on your show, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I think um, when she released her first single, um, sort of had her on and um, yeah, she was great. Yeah. Um, great song as well and yeah, a little bit different to, to mm. everybody else. She's got a little something different about her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think oh, that's so important great. as well. When you're you're creating your music, you need to have something that really identifies you. You know, it's it's finding that thing that's a bit different and not being not being ashamed of that. Really, just allowing that to yep. take over. And she's done that really well.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah. It was like um, I can't remember the exact quote, but Jimmy Page uh, sort of said. I think it was referencing guitar playing but it was it can be adapted to anything you know find that little that little thing that's different about your playing and then develop it basically so it sort of helps you develop your own sound so I think yeah. you know that's pretty adaptive to probably anything we do really um right. I still remember that even though I can't remember the exact quote but it mm-hmm. sort of stuck with me and um I thought that was a really good bit of advice.
0: Yeah, I think from from a lot of the interviews that I have done with different artists, one of the things that I've discovered is that the ones that really um, sort of find that niche and really succeed, they've often yeah. sort of embrace that thing that makes them a little bit different or maybe a little bit quirky or a little bit out there um mm. maybe I think it was sunflower I was having an um, interview with Carly and Lawson and they were talking about um you know finding that thing that people used to tease you about and people used to yeah. maybe put you down for and really made you made you that different person and really embrace that and And Mm -hmm. take hold of it and make that your brand because that's who that's what makes you unique, and everyone's got that,
1: Mm. yeah, yeah. Well, off the top of my head, literally on the top of my head, my my red hair (laughs) you know, I've got picked on and teased my whole sort of childhood, and uh, I sort of. Try and use it to my advantage now. You know, I've grown it longer and here it is. Yeah, and we've
0: all got something like that, whether it's as Mm. as obvious as on the top of your head or whether it's just the way you (laughs) walk or, you know, maybe you've got a different sound or a different way of pronouncing your words or something. Everyone's got something.
1: Yep, yep. So tell us about the online magazine. How does that work?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's, um, it's still definitely um, developing, I think, in a lot of ways. Um, it's a combination of articles on um, sort of instructional or um, I've got a lot of quotes from different areas, both within the music industry and outside as well. I wanted to bring some input, um, you know, for example, business type topics speak to business experts that are outside the music industry that might be able to bring a different perspective to maybe what people have heard before. Um, so there's a lot of things in terms of driving, um, your career forward. Um, there's Mm -hmm. also, um, some written versions of some interviews, um, and feature articles, um, of artists that have released EPs, singles or albums um, just to get their name out there and to really um, give an insight into who they are uh, rather than just they've released this album and it's another artist out there. It really dives into what makes up that person, like what's behind that, what inspired them to create that kind of music. Um, So, yeah, I guess the purpose is just to really get a little bit more depth But also to create another format because people that watch um, things on Facebook or people that listen to podcasts or people that read articles, um, like everybody learns in a different way. And I think it just sort of enables different people to really take hold of that information.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I find the um, the podcast platform is a really great thing. You know, yeah. before I started it, I was, and now, like I, I find podcasts really, really yeah. valuable. Um, Absolutely. You know, all different sorts of podcasts. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it allows that extra sort of time to really delve into, mm. well, the story, I guess, um, mm. like you were saying, um, and that, that was part of the things I wanted to do with this show was you know, open it up to all those little stories that add up to the bigger picture Yeah, Um, because you've really got that the time to do that.
0: Mm. Um, And I think the benefit with a podcast as well is that, and I've always loved podcasts, (laughs) mm. Um, it's one of those things that you can listen to while you're driving or you can listen to while you're cooking or while you're walking or something like that, whereas other formats you do need to have that extra attention sort of focused on what you're watching or what what you're reading at the time. So, yeah, there's definitely yeah. a big benefit to listening to a podcast.
1: Yeah, I've constantly got a podcast going, you know, whether I'm brushing my teeth or yeah. doing the dishes, going walking or in the car. You know, there's always something going mm. and sometimes I don't know if that's a good thing to really flood your brain like that, but,
0: um, I guess when you turn it off, I (laughs) I ask myself that all the time because I'm always taking in information. I'm an obsessive learner, like addicted Mm. to it, I think. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's hard to sort of find that line with the downtime and how much information Mm. you should really be taking in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder sometimes, but, at the same time, you know, it's, I don't know. I think I just need it. I need yeah. it on and um, constantly taking it in. So, mm. yeah, behind the scenes, like with the magazine and the podcast yeah. and everything else, is that just you directing all that and putting it all together and uploading it and all that sort of thing? Yeah, or?
0: at the moment, yes, it's all me. Yeah. Um, I get myself very, <laughs> very busy. Um, I reckon. And as you mentioned earlier as well, I work a full-time job as a manager of an amazing group of people, um, which can be quite full on. So yeah, I do get myself very busy. I like that busy kind of lifestyle. Um, so that suited me, especially when we've been in COVID and at home, it's sort of made me forget sort of that I've got nothing to do. Um, but it's, um, Yeah, it's definitely getting to the point at the moment. I'm looking at strategies to really develop it so that I can get some finance to get some people on board. Um, So looking at grants, sponsorships, that kind of stuff.
1: Have you found that your musical career, like your own career in music, has sort of taken a bit of a backseat because of the workload of of sounds on the couch?
0: To be honest, for me, it's been a little bit different. So I, Mm. many, many years ago... I was regularly out performing and playing and um, I was I was in a duo and I was always out there and um, so I don't want to get too much into the story but um, anyway, it, yeah. that all, the person that I was playing with that fell apart and mm-hmm. I stopped music for a very long time and then when I came back to it, I loved it but I developed this uh, and I don't know if people can relate to this, but I developed this um, intense fear of performing and it was very, very yeah. challenging for me. Um, so yeah. I've been doing a lot of work with an, an incredible coach to be able to overcome that and um, which has, has been amazing. And I was really getting to that point and then COVID hit. (laughs) So, yeah, so doing (laughs) this has actually, it wasn't my intention, but it's actually really Mm. helped me, um, Mm. because it's, it's pushed me out. Um, I'm a quieter kind of person. And so to be Mm. able to get out and do these interviews and interact with all these people doing online performances and things like that, it's actually developed that a lot further, And on top of that, I've learned all these skills from talking to these amazing artists and experts about, you know, how to move further forward. I'm getting um, some music produced at the moment, which I'm very excited to put out soon. So it's actually, for me, helped me move forward, um, which you wouldn't really expect. Um, Maybe it's a little bit of a different case uh, because of where I was. Um, but yeah, no. For me, it's been incredible for my own personal music.
1: Oh, good. Mm. Well, obviously, you know, because it's still fairly new, the workload's probably been quite heavy. But once we get back out mm. into playing gigs, you know, you'll have every, you'll have it running like a machine, and you <laughs> you you know probably do both. Um, yeah. But um, let's touch on the the anxiety thing you were talking about, yeah. uh, about playing, if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Because that's definitely something I can relate to. You yeah. know, I sort of used to play in bands and that sort of thing and had See. sort of, uh, you know, dabbled in acoustic playing. But I found when I got up there with mm. an acoustic guitar by myself on stage, totally different thing and yeah. it took me years to work through the anxiety. You know, mm. I'd play songs twice as fast and... I'd just be tense oh. amazingly tense and I'd just choke my throat and all sorts of things but yeah. the only way I could get through all that was just to keep doing it mm. so is that kind of what you experienced yeah. or is it Look, a little bit different with you uh,
0: no very similar I think it's mm. it's really funny I think how our, our minds and our bodies react mm. um, and it's something that had baffled me for a very long time um, I am. Uh, Quite a person I was quite shy growing up And all of that kind of thing Um, And so it was never really easy For me to get on stage But I could do it And I loved singing Uh, Like singing was always my thing And then I play um, piano And I've been learning guitar as well I've always written songs I love all of that Um, But yeah When um, After I'd stopped for a long time And came back It just really shocked me yeah, every time I would go to get on stage, it was like this anxiety just hit me. I couldn't move. Yeah. Um, my voice wouldn't come out as it was meant to. Mm-hmm. It would be really croaky because it's everything's all tense. Um, yeah, it was really bad. And instead of just sort of as I pushed myself to do more, instead of just getting better because I was getting that practice, it, I was finding that it was actually getting more intense because mm. I would spend – so much time thinking about it and beating myself up because I'm not doing what I'm like, you know, I should be able to do this. Like I've been singing for practically my entire life. Why do I have so much trouble with this? Mm -hmm. And it, it sort of got even into my singing lessons and things like that. And it just, it was really frustrating, but luckily my, so my singing coach is also an incredible life coach (laughs) and, and she's been working with me, um, and yeah, it's a lot of it's kind of getting past the thinking and, um, realizing sort of what your body's responding to and realizing that, you know, just because you're up there and it's not perfect doesn't mean that people aren't enjoying it. And, True. you know, um, uh, by use, by allowing yourself to kind of get in the way, um, you're actually hindering. Um, other people's experience. And so like, I've still got a long way to go with that, but I am Mm. getting out there a lot more (laughs) and, um, yeah, like it's, it's a really interesting thing. Um, but I have part of doing sounds on the couch. I have spoken to a number of other people that have been in similar situations. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Fear is just fear and anxiety are just these really interesting, um, I don't know feelings, I guess,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, just the way that it takes over,
1: yeah, and it it really does, like I still remember how bad I was and how debilitating mm. it really is, um, and it's not just you know the afternoon of the gig that you've got that night it's it's a week or two lead up to mm. that gig, and you know everything rides on that yeah. 45 minutes that so you're on stage and That's just the intense pressure you put on yourself. Um. Yeah.
0: Even just even just afterwards, I always found like, you know, when I first went back, I decided to go back. It was a, a big work conference we were having and mm. the whole of Australia for my firm had come together and they had this um, talent show and they decided in the end that I was just going to perform and so I got up there and I'm like, yeah, this would be great chose the hardest song I could possibly choose yeah. after not singing yeah. for years and um, and got up and it was okay but then I got off and for the next hour I couldn't talk to anybody I was just shaking right.
1: yeah wow mm. you build it so much you build it up so much in your mind and yeah yeah afterwards you just really... You really come down and you're like, "What the hell is all that about? you know just yeah. just get up there and do it, and you you find That's yourself it. like, "Do I really want to do this? Of course, I want to do this, and why are you acting like this and you're That's it. talking back and forth in your brain and uh
0: yeah, and I guess like if someone's listening to this and they identify, I do just want to mm. say um that." that you can't like if you are feeling like that there are things you can do and people can help you um to move past it and i think mm. that's something that when you're feeling that way you do feel very isolated and you do feel like nobody yeah. else understands and nobody else experience it experiences that but there are people mm. like coaches or different um People I know, I spoke to a a stage fright expert when I um, first started doing interviews and there are people that can really help you through these things. So you're definitely not stuck in that if you do feel that way.
1: Yeah, like I I can't even explain it Mm. fully what it feels like but I'm sure more people get it than you realise. Some maybe hide it a little bit better or work with it a little bit better. I mean, Mm. you want some sort of nervous buzz when you get up there because yes. it is exciting and it's uh you know you're anticipating what's going to happen but you, to the point of debilitating you and seizing up your voice and your fingers on mm-hmm. the guitar it's it's terrible but yeah. I just found the more that I just worked through it and did gigs yeah. the better it got but you know I'm still working on that yeah. years later um I think
0: it's a lot So I'm a little bit journey. nervous but well you know because well,
1: okay. we we yeah, we haven't done gigs for, for months now, so I'm a little bit nervous about mm. the next, the first one back. Yeah,
0: but, um, I think it's going to be a big issue for a lot of people, both with music and getting out there, but also just in general. Like people have been at home for so long yeah. and trying to just even get out into the world and socialise yeah. again. I think it's, it's going to be something that will affect a lot of people. It's very yeah. interesting.
1: So during this time, COVID time. Have you been working the whole time?
0: Yeah, I have been. I've been fortunate enough that, so I work Mm. in a large accounting firm um, or financial firm. We have more than accounting, but um, yeah, yeah, we um, were able, we had the systems already set up that people could work remotely um, because we often deal with people in other States and things like that. So um, yeah, I've just been working at home since March which um, oh, okay. has been really fortunate for me, and I've really enjoyed not having to travel an hour and a half each yeah. direction to go to work.
1: So have you sort of been obviously dealing with other people in that time and yeah. not getting too isolated or yeah, you found so, not leaving the house very often?
0: yeah it's it's interesting. so I in my job, I'm on the phone or on mm. a video chat pretty much all day, so I'm dealing with yep. people all day outside of that I've got my music lessons and I've got chats Mm. with people. Um, so remotely I've been dealing with a lot of people. I do live by myself, um, with my crazy dog. (laughs) Um, so in that respect, I have been very isolated, um, Mm. But I guess the other part to that is I am quite introverted and I do kind of enjoy having time where I can just do my own thing. So I do, obviously, I do my music and I do sounds on the couch. I paint. I've been going out for walks and doing yoga and all of that kind of thing. Um, But my, yeah, sort of coming out of it, one of the biggest things has been like, well, how am I going to schedule my time when I have to fit people in again?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be short on time, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, in regards to yourself as a musician, uh, you said you were learning guitar. What 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 would be your main instrument?
0: Yeah, your so voice. Well, yeah, my voice is definitely my main instrument. Um, yep. but piano. So I I always I grew up playing piano. I stopped for a long time, but then, um, yeah, a few years ago I started playing. So I, when I used to perform, I played with a guitarist. Um, and then after that, I decided that I really wanted to be able to play solo, like have the choice. Um, so I, I got my, my piano going. So that's sort of my main instrument other than voice. Um, -hmm. and then it was just the start of COVID. I started learning guitar. Um, I started teaching myself and then I, I got some lessons after that. Um, and it's, yeah, it's been amazing. I I, I love playing. I always wanted to play the guitar.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah, I always wanted to play the piano, so,
0: oh,
1: yeah. you know, hoping one day, just, just for that different aspect of songwriting, and yeah. I think I've discussed that with a few different artists, maybe, maybe it was Hannah actually, like, the difference in writing songs on piano as opposed to guitar, oh, I'd be yeah. interested to sort of go down that road, but um, okay. yeah, I haven't quite learnt piano yet, maybe one day, so... Um, now, have you? What's uh, what is your artist name? Is it Karen Harding? Is that
0: yeah? So I've under? actually had a lot of. This is a really interesting one because obviously my name is Karen Harding, um, mm. but I um, when you Google Karen Harding, <laughs> you come yeah. up with all these singers across the world. It's like it's a name mm. that everyone just sings. Um, so. I've been thinking for a long time, should I call myself Kaz? Like everybody, like all my friends and family call me Kaz. Um, so for a while I was saying, oh, I'll be Kaz Harding. Um, but then more recently I've been thinking a lot more that, you know, it's my name, like Karen. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think I'll just stick with Karen Harding. Um, but, yeah, I'm just going to have to fight a little bit more with um, the other Karen Hardings across the world to get yeah. some... Some the space. blackmail
1: and give it up, Karen Harding in USA. Yeah, <laughs> time to stop. <laughs> I I found that same thing. Like my name's Craig Williams. Yeah. So you know, there's the the jockey.
0: Yeah.
1: Um And I I stuck with that for a little while as a solo artist, and uh I just got sick of the comparisons, and you know, it's yeah. a very common name. So I I came up with Acoustic Fox,
0: which is great. Was about eight years
1: ago, yeah. and. Here I am. So, you know, something different. Yeah, so, so where
0: did Acoustic Fox come from?
1: Um, I think my, my best friend's girlfriend at the time, like 10 years ago or whatever, mm. I don't know, she said I looked like a fox in the bushes one night or something <laughs> like that. And then people started just calling me that, and I think partly because of the red hair. Mm. And I just, when I went solo, you know, it's acoustic guitar obviously and I wanted it to be sort of really raw and emotional and that sort of thing. So I kind of went with Acoustic Fox. Yeah, um, that's great. don't know if I'm explaining it too well. I almost had a couple of other variations but I sort of went with that and, yeah, it's stuck. So yeah. I'm still sticking with it and then you know with the podcast uh Fox on the Wire so it's a little yeah. bit more novelty than just Craig Williams um obviously I'm still Craig Williams a lot of people don't actually know my name
0: Yeah, they're just <laughs> yeah call they're like, you just Can I call you something? Acoustic? Can I call
1: you Fox? <laughs> call me whatever you like but yeah. um yeah no nah, it's something a bit different so I think I made a good decision there
0: Yeah no you've done well mm. Yeah, mm. I don't know. Maybe one day down the track it'll change. We'll see. If anyone has any mm. suggestions, let me know.
1: <laughs> yeah, throw them out there and yeah. it might be a good one in there. <laughs> so now you're part of um, – actually, so I'll take a step back. You had um, Kate Westwood of Westwood Management on your podcast. I did. Who's a really awesome person, very mm. knowledgeable, very friendly, very proactive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now she's put together this thing called the Indie Musician Summit which is happening later this month. If you know the date on the top of the top of your head. The 27th
0: to the 7th? 29th of November, yeah. I believe. <laughs> Don't so quote me. It's
1: basically yeah, 3 days that are jam packed with amazing speakers, incredible information and resources and special performances. So basically she's organized uh, a whole bunch of different speakers, mm. yourself being one and myself being one. Yeah. So how did you without giving away too much before the summit launches, you know, how did how did you go with yours? Did you
0: Yeah, good. Um, yeah? it was very interesting because while I'd been doing these interviews as the interviewer, um, mm-hmm. up until that point I hadn't actually been on the other side of the table. So it
1: was weird, wasn't it?
0: It was, it was very weird. (laughs) weird. Kate's great to deal with. So, um, yeah, it was, it was very interesting and we spoke about, yeah, spoke about some very interesting things. So you'll have to listen (laughs) to Mm. find out what it was about, but, um, yeah, no, it's, I think it's going to be an absolutely incredible summit. There are, um, what is it? 24 speakers in total?
1: yeah I think so, yeah. yeah
0: and all of them just have so much wisdom, um mm. and so yeah I think it's um i'm gonna be i'm gonna be there watching as much as I can, yeah. because yeah, I think we there's a lot for us all to gain
1: yeah yeah i was I was really nervous about it, like i was mm-hmm. I was stoked that I was asked, you know, it's like, oh what you wanna yeah. talk to me and have me talk about my things and <laughs> Uh, how do I do that? You know? So I was actually really nervous and um, had all these pages of notes Mm. of things that I do, which is really dumb, but, and Mm, then, you know, it was just too many notes in front of me. So I ended up just sort of winging it (laughs) because it's information I've got in here anyway, but. um, But
0: I guess, you know, you're building up and I think this is a, a big part of it. It's You know, Mm. as and it's the same for artists and things that are getting out there as you build up your profile and as Mm. more people get to know who you are, the more people you speak to, your knowledge increases, you do become an expert in a sense. And so Mm. um, but it's very hard, I think, to see yourself in that that light I think yeah. it's it's very easy to sort of just see yourself as, well, one thing from coaching, and this might be getting a little bit weird, um, yep. <laughs> so just disclaimer, um, yeah. there's <laughs> there's what um, what a lot of coaches and things call, um, I don't know if you've heard of this, but you're in a child. It's like a meditation kind of term. And it's the, the part of you that's saying that you're not good enough, that you, Mm. you know, you're just this little me, like, who am I to be doing this? And I think when you're, um, when you're getting out there, people are, people are seeing this, this great person that's developing and growing in knowledge and just has so much to share. Um, but inside you're still that, that little, little you that's saying, but who am I to be doing this? (laughs)
1: Yeah, you can't do this. You're not very good at it.
0: Yeah, but the truth is you are. You've got that ex- – Like, mm. all of us are getting out there and, and doing the best we can and learning with the information that comes our way and all we're doing is sharing that information so that others yeah. can grow.
1: Yeah, mm. oh, that's interesting. Like if you take a step back sometimes and realise it is what it is that you're feeling or going through it. Yeah. Um. It yeah. can help, but you get caught up in your own stuff sometimes, like yeah. I know I definitely do. And uh, yeah.
0: and everybody does as well. Yeah, mm.
1: But, yeah, it should be a, an amazing summit. Um, so you can, for those listening now, you can sign up for free yeah. uh, at www.virtualmusicmanager.com. Yeah. I'll put links in the show notes so you can... Go and jump in and and sign up, um so yeah, that's later this month, November uh three days twenty four speakers, just heaps of info, and it's going to mm. be really good, so um yeah, jump in there and sign up. um yeah. I'll put everything in the show notes, so it's easy to find
0: yeah, reach out to us if you've got any questions after listening to
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flood our inboxes
0: absolutely.
1: <laughs> So, who have you got coming up on Sounds on the Couch? You got any yeah? Anything so this weekend? I'm going to be
0: looking to the side because I've got something on my whiteboard.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep.
0: Um. So this Saturday, I've got um a beautiful Canadian girl um coming up, Amber Lee. Uh, she's she calls herself the Crescent, um, the Crescent Cardinal, I believe. Right. I hope that's right. Um. She's absolutely amazing um it's going to be a great show dave power um is performing as well and um there's actually just been a change for saturday so the third still to be announced um tomorrow i've got Anna Vince joining us she's coming all the way from germany as well which is amazing so yeah i'm getting more international people which is very interesting yeah. Um, as well as the incredible Australian musician population. Um, I got an interview on Sunday with Andy Irvine, who is the CEO and co-founder of GyroStream. Um, And, yeah, that's going to be absolutely um, full of valuable information, everything about distribution and all of that kind of thing. Okay. Um, Beyond that... Um, yeah, so the following week I've got Paris Willot, Maya uh, Maya Rose, or Maya Rose, and Riordan. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many amazing artists yeah. to come through. So yeah, definitely, um, definitely have a look at the website. I've got upcoming uh, performances on there. Um, if you and the website's www.soundsonthecouch.com. Um, yep. Also, check out Facebook and Instagram. I post all the time about what's coming up as well.
1: Great. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can find the, uh, the podcast on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, yeah. And The magazine you can find on the website, pretty much everything on the website, yeah? Yeah, so
0: you can go to soundsonthecouch.com and click um, Couch Mag, which is what the online magazine's called, or you can go
1: directly there. It's couchmag.life. Okay. And what about your music? Can we find that online anywhere?
0: Yeah, so the best place at the moment is to go to Instagram. Um, So it's just Karen Harding Music. Mm -hmm. Um. I am in the process of building a website, which hopefully will be out soon, and that's KarenHardingMusic.com. Um, cool. It's not built yet, though, so <laughs> just wait a, few, a, a month or so, and then you'll be able to find that as well.
1: Just a bit short on time to do that sort of thing, I'm sure.
0: We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my ambitions up to the up to the sky. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: Jesus, there's just not enough hours in the day, I swear.
0: That's it. I know if if anyone's discovered a way to clone yourself, then yeah. please definitely pass those tips on. I'd really like that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Please inbox me as well. That'd yeah. be great. Um, <laughs>
0: We're going to get so, yeah, so many put... emails after this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all spam stuff. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll put all the uh, links to everything in the show notes, everybody. So They'll be nice and easy to find, but please go and check it all out and uh, check out the Indie Musician Summit that's coming up too. Like that's going to be, that's a massive deal. Um, You know, Kate's put a lot of work into that and Mm. uh, it's just going to be huge. So, uh, all right. Well, thank you, Karen. Thanks for coming on the show. Great to have you on and um, make sure everybody goes to check out sounds on the couch
0: absolutely and if you've got any questions let me know thank you so much for having me craig it's been amazing to have a chat with you
1: my pleasure well thanks everybody for tuning in and uh we shall catch you again soon for another episode of fox on the wire see ya thank you everyone for tuning in to episode number 48 of fox on the wire with karen harding from sounds on the couch thank you to karen for coming on the show I just wanted to correct some information that I was giving out during the show regarding the Indie Musician Summit. The correct website is IndieMusicianSummit.com, IndieMusicianSummit.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. And just to clarify, it's the registration of the summit that is free. Please go and check it out. It's going to be a huge three-day summit with more than 25 speakers. That's the Indie Musician Summit 2020, IndieMusicianSummit.com. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Catch you all again soon.